who, in your mind, who's the starting other guard? First of all, did you say Obre Jr.? Come on, bro. It's Obre Jr. Man, get it together. First of all, you got to get the names right. Okay. You get your names right say. for all these stats well, you do? first you of all, right? you know, Anthony wants the big, everyone's got the big three. Anthony wants, like, the big ten. <laughs> five. Five would do. Just give me a starting five. What do you, what do you think, like, Okay, you know? okay. All right, stop the shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Matter of Stats podcast. All of us with you tonight, Anthony, Billy, Kobe. Uh, fellas, how you guys doing? Billy, you hanging in there? I'm good. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm hanging in there, just chilling at home. <laughs> Anthony, uh, what, what are you doing here? This was supposed to be uh, mine and Billy's holiday recap episode. Well, you know, the ratings weren't so good on that one, so management had to, uh, had to pull the plug on that. I don't know about that. We, we might want to check the numbers, man. This is, I was I was excited. I thought we were, me and Billy would be cracking beers, you know, goofing off, entertaining the people. Maybe we'll but, do that to start. Yeah, I know game. you guys just rambled on about a bunch of nonsense for like, seemed like four hours. Maybe we'll do that to celebrate the new year because <laughs> unfortunately I cannot crack anything right now. Oh, man. Billy, come on, man. That's that's the remedy. You got to do it. I'm, uh, yeah, I got, I got, I got things to do tomorrow, so. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, jump into our, sp- our headlines then. What do you guys say? I, I say we don't because you're supposed to do the YouTube and IG reminders. <laughs> God, man. How, how many times are you going to put that in the agenda and then forget it? Well, it comes at the end. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> As always, we want to just remind you guys to make sure that you check us out anywhere you get your podcasts. Please uh, download our pod. Check us out on the IG. Follow us on YouTube and Twitter. We appreciate it. You tell more and more like a game show every single time. On the IG, not IG, <laughs> the IG. Hey, I'm on, trying. On the Instagram. Hey, I'm trying the to keep Ohio State. Trying to keep the it fresh Ohio here. State. The IG. <laughs> trying to keep it fresh here. <laughs> the Ohio State. Oh, man. It sounds like those NFL players when they're doing the announcements on Sunday Night Football. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you ever heard live radio where they have to do those commercial reads? It's so uh, funny, but they have to, like, you know, every. You know, 30 minutes, they got to do one of those live reads. Yeah, they don't sound like a game show, but that's cool. Yeah, but it's funny. All right, let's jump into the headlines because we've done horsing around. <laughs> you did horsing around. All right, let's All right. go. Speaking of horsing around, it was, it, was some, it was a wild week for uh, free agent shortstop Carlos Correa, right? So we reported, of course, last week, like everybody else, he was going to sign a deal with the Giants. Then literally, like in the middle of the night, the next day, the Giants deal fell through. And he was reportedly going to sign a 12-year, $315 million deal with the Mets. But now that deal has not happened yet, as the Mets are having some issues with uh, some things pertaining to his physical. So who knows what's going to happen exactly with Carlos Correa. Um, In some sad NFL news, Steelers Hall of Fame running back Franco Harris passed away last week at the age of 72. He's famous, of course, for the Immaculate Reception. Uh, you know, game. Uh, congrats to Laker great, my favorite pal Gasol. He is eligible for the 2023 Basketball Hall of Fame. Exciting news there. Uh, also, YouTube, Billy, has purchased the rights to NFL Sunday ticket. So uh-huh. A lot of DirecTV people are not happy about that. I'm one of them. Yep. Uh, in some other NFL news, the Broncos 
parted ways with their head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, after their thumping by the Rams on Christmas. And great soon-to-be Hall of Famer J.J. Watt announced that this is going to be his final NFL season. Gentlemen, those are our headlines. Thoughts? Well, congratulations to uh, Paul Gasol on the Hall of Fame nomination. Um, condolences to uh, Franco Harris's family. And, uh, yeah, J.J. Watt, um, you know, he's a great player. He's still got it in him, but I think he's, you know, body's taken enough beating to where he's realizing that uh, it's time to, time to call, it, call it a day. Yeah. And he made he made plenty of money doing those subway apps with his brothers a few years back, so he's set. Oh, he's I'm sure he's got <laughs> going on, so uh, he'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be all right. <laughs> a lot of uh, NFL and MLB headlines in there. That's, that's it. Where where where's the headline about uh you know LeBron deleting the never missing the playoffs again tweet? You know, you think that'd be important for a Lakers podcast? Or uh, is that a headline? How, how about how about the report that one NBA exec thinks that Clay Thompson could lead the Warriors for the Lakers? I don't know. That might be kind of important. Yeah, that just popped up like an hour or two. Ago. Yeah, those how about, are well, well, well. Anthony those are likes, rumors you know, on the fly. He like he likes those to have rumors. How, how about the Lakers just beat Orlando? You know how about that? That's a headline. That's a headline now. <laughs> Lakers beat Orlando Magic. That's a headline. Hey, if the Lakers beating the Magic, barely beating. The so Magic. we've gotten to the point now where if the Lakers beat anybody, it should be in the headlines. Well, 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 I mean, I remember past headlines too. You were like Robert Sarbar selling the, you know, Phoenix Suns. And we didn't hear about Phoenix Suns and the Mercury having a new owner this year. Th- th- well, this it's not week? official yet. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. All right. You know, headlines are headlines. Rumors are rumors. You want, we got, oh, plus, trust me, we're going to get into plenty of rumors. So just, just slow your roll there, buddy. <laughs> I was just wondering where there's a lot of MLB NFL. I was just wondering well, where all the NBA those are. Was. Those are the fresh headlines, but we can get into plenty of rumors. Don't you worry there, buddy boy. Oh my. I left my cozy couch and blanket to sit here and listen to this. I know. He just Jeez. he just can't resist. He just has to find like, you know, any little weed to try to try to argue pointless. No, I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering where all the NBA headlines were. It was this, you mean I, the I'm, NBA rumors? Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting okay. there. All right. Well, let's slow get to down. them. Let's slow get down. To them. So as uh, Kobe uh, so subtly alluded to, um, you know, the Lakers uh, just did, of course, yes, beat the Orlando Magic. So newsflash headline, put that in print, bright lights, whatever you want to do with it. Big time, big time win for the Lakers. Shut my boy uh, Paolo down, man. He went one of six tonight, man. It's a tough game for him. Yeah. After uh, their uh, embarrassing performance on Christmas Day where they just got shellacked in the second half. By the Mavs, Shellacked. Yeah, uh, the Lakers. Uh, you know, over the last week, been struggling. They had lost uh, four in a row before this win, so you know, finally break the schneid there and losers of four or five. Uh, without AD, it's been tough. They're they're two and four in the since AD um, you know went down with his injury. Uh, the defense has been a major problem, right? It's been well documented that the Lakers have given up the most points by any team in the month of December. Um, scoring, the Lakers are still, you know, pretty good, but the three-point shooting still continues to be that thorn in the side, dead last in three-point field goals, 26 in three-point percentage. And, you know, just for fun, Christmas Day, why not Darvin Ham? Let's throw, let's throw a five-guard lineup out there against a bunch of guys that are 6'8 and 6'9 and see how that works, right? That was fun to watch. Oh, yeah. That was great. But 
Uh, you know, when you uh, when you say that, it reminds me of the of the famous uh, Floyd quote, Floyd Mayweather. When Floyd Mayweather was like, because everyone would always say, "Hey, you know, like Floyd, you you came in way underweight. This guy's like 10, 15 pounds heavier than you. How are you going to deal with them?" He's like, "Look, uh, fights aren't won on the scale. Fighters win fights. You know, so." When when you want to when you want to throw that out there like that, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, basketball players win basketball games. You know, uh, it, it shouldn't matter your height. It shouldn't matter if you're six nine, six ten, six eleven. Win the game. Uh, it doesn't hurt. Okay, doesn't I want to see you rebound over a six eleven guy, Kobe. Oh, I, I've done it. I've done it. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, trust me. <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't hurt. But you're right, basketball players. You're right. And if we had some basketball players on the team besides LeBron and AD, then it would help. Mm, so, we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that I hope you you're know ready. it's uh it's you know it, it's 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 pretty clear about the same know, what, the same the same lebron that went oh it's oh for seven from three tonight or how about how yeah about, but how about how about oh and 15 uh, of the last three out of four games that's oh, lebron can be started as three-point shooting that's still yeah. well tonight don't get was, started don't get hey, tonight, started. tonight was the first time the lakers made some threes so that was nice i think what I did they know, hit tonight? not a single Se- one came from lebron so let's keep it moving i'm sorry Nine your boy, your boy the- Pat, your boy Pat Bev with like uh, the best game of his life tonight. What did he have? Like fourteen points, four That's for right. ten, four for ten from three. He, he I know he improved his uh, three point shooting from thirty percent to thirty one point one percent. I hope you're ready for tonight, Anthony. Wow, I, I really what a big, ready. what a big improvement. I should have put that in the headlines. My bad. <laughs> I don't think you're ready, guys. Uh, yeah, you're not. Ready. I should. I don't think you're. Are you just gonna come with nonsense the whole night, or or what? <laughs> Well, no. Is this, what, is this what the people are, are, are tuning into tonight? You just uh, rambling, useless stats. We're not gonna blur. We're not gonna blur stats and blur people's performances all night long. Like I'm sure you're ready to do. So let's just keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Keep it going. Just all be right. ready. Just be prepared. You ready? So all right. So as we mentioned, Lakers losers are four of their last five, struggling without AD. Um, you know, some rough losses. Uh, you know, went to Sacramento you know, hung in for about a half and then got ran out of the building. Um, a Charlotte team that was coming in dead last in scoring tied for the worst record, terrible on the road. And, you know, we get up a little bit in the first half. Right. And then fall down big, make a comeback, uh, you know, try to try to tie it, you know, fall short at the end, but give up what, what we get up like 134 points to a Hornets team that, you know, like I mentioned, is dead last in scoring. Uh, then you travel Christmas Day at the Mavs, play a good first half offensively, defensively, dodge a lot of bullets. Mavs couldn't make any of those open threes off all the doubles on Luca. And then the third quarter, they started hitting all those threes, were doubling Luca, they were making all the wide open shots. I think it went from we were like what up fourteen to down twenty in about five minutes of actual game time, so just an insanely quick turnaround there and got ran out of the building there. And then, as you mentioned earlier, Kobe Lakers continuing the the road trip here in Orlando. Actually, Orlando's been playing well. They've had some decent wins over the past uh, couple of weeks. Right, they beat the Clippers, beat the Celtics twice. Um, Lakers played a pretty good game offensively and defensively tonight. I didn't. I don't think we really implemented the five guard lineup tonight, but uh, got some good production. The three point shot was dropping. That seemed to open up the offense for the Lakers tonight. Helped us 
you know, be a little more efficient offensively. You know, Russ with, I think, what is ninth triple-double of the year. And uh, that also seemed to fuel the defense a little bit as the Lakers, you know, didn't give up 130 points like they've been doing in the month of December. And now they continue the trip in Miami, and that, I think, is going to be uh, a tough win despite Miami's record. But that's a quick little Laker recap from the last week or so. Uh, you guys have any comments? Yeah, they 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 only gave up 110 tonight, so everyone in LA County should be happy they get to go get their tacos. Um, but the, we got to win these games that we should be winning. We can't be losing the teams like Sacramento. I mean, Sacramento's having a good year, but I think they're still beatable. You know, we should be able to beat them. We should be able to beat Charlotte for damn sure. Yeah. Um, you know, Dallas. Uh, I honestly thought we we're. You know, that's going to be a dogfight no matter what. But we came out strong. We were looking good, had a nice lead, and we did not adjust at the half. Dallas adjusted, and we paid the price for it. So, um, you know, I don't know if they came out thinking, oh, yeah, we got this. We're, you know, we got this lead. But it happens almost every game today in Orlando, the third quarter. They came out like that, and Orlando made a 9-1 to run. Um, they, they just can't be doing that. I don't know what happens in that locker room at halftime, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, the third quarters have been a major problem, and, but, and it was it was a problem last year too. You know, which is weird. It's like I don't know if it's some sort of like curse, like two years in a row, like we just can't we can't seem to play well in third quarters. But size and shooting is obviously a problem. I mean, you know, you're you're putting five guard lineups out there. We're getting out rebounded during that time. We're we're trying to make a comeback, and you know, if we can't get a rebound. What's that going to do? So I, I don't know. I. It's I, I know Ham's dealing with what he's gotten. I'm not faulting Ham for anything again. I've, I'm all my faults of front office. I don't know if there's teams are not offering up what we think is what worth what we're getting, or if we're just not trying, or you know what's going on behind the scenes. Some of these rumors you don't know if they're true or not, but you know. Rob knew this from day one and we still don't have the right roster to put together. And you can tell by the lineups and the defensive rotations and matchups. It's just, it's just not working mm-hmm. out there. Um, the shooting is very consistent and uh, so, something's got to be done or else you might as well just, might as well throw in the towel. Yeah. Well, and uh, the first and third quarters have both been uh, a struggle for us this year. And uh, what, What's the common denominator for both of those quarters? First and third. Our starting lineup. <laughs> so, I mean, when, when, when you have a starting lineup that, uh, Anthony, your paper particularly struggles from three-point line, uh, you know, that's going to happen. Teams are going to get out on, on big leads on us. And, uh, again, like I brought up earlier, LeBron has played horribly in the last four games from three-point line. Four of 23. He's shooting 17% in the last four games. Um, you know, we were we were lucky to, uh, you know, get a win tonight against, like you said, a hot streaking uh, Orlando team um, who, who's won what I think it was like eight of the last nine games. So um, but, you know, watching the game tonight, it seemed like we really could not do a lot of wrong. Like we we were playing well, Russ, um, you know, a triple double off the bench. Troy Brown Jr., a guy that, you know, Anthony, you and I talked about a few weeks ago that was like, ah, he, he could probably go. You know, uh, when we were playing our little game of do we want to see more? Or do we want to see him go? Troy Brown Jr. was like, eh, he's got to go. But he went three or four tonight uh, from three-point land. And, uh, you know, everyone just seemed to be clicking, uh, TB, everybody. So 
Um, that was good to see. Uh, the Charlotte game was, you know, down to the wire. LeBron lost his shoe. Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're playing as probably, you know, as best as we can right now, given the circumstances and given the situation, AD's out. And uh, like Russ said tonight, post game, we're, they're just trying to hold on as long as they can until he gets back. He's irreplaceable. And, uh, you know, what can you do? So, yeah. Well, you made a good point about the starting lineup. And obviously, Schroeder and Beverly have been, you know, well you know, talked about, especially, you know, the last couple of weeks. I mean, Beverly, of course, all season. But, but Schroeder has, you know, struggled, particularly in the starting lineup. He's had, you know, flashes here and there, right, where he's had a couple of good games, but he hasn't been consistent. And that's, you know, been something that's hampered the starting lineup. And Beverly, obviously, tonight was probably the, the best game he's played you know, offensively for sure as a Laker, because, you know, when he's out there, it's, it's almost like you're playing four on five on the offensive end. And it's not even that he can't score. It's like, he doesn't even look to score, right. That he's not a threat at all. That's the one thing that I like tonight. You it's like every time you grabbed the ball, it was like, I'm putting a three up. Yeah. Well, he was four. He shot 10 threes, 10 threes, but he made four of them. And yeah. that's almost what he's going to have to do. Like he's going to have to take those shots because they're going to give it to him. And you mentioned Troy Brown Jr. Three for four. Those shots are going to be there and they're going to have to take them for better or worse. And, you know, tonight, like you said, they all went in. Seemingly everything was, was, was clicking tonight because those shots were falling. But When's the, the last time the Lakers have made that many threes? I mean, you have to go several games back it's just, to, to, to hit that. They're not consistent enough to make those. So, yeah, teams are going to let them have them on a, and they're going to pick their poison on a night that we're hot. And then we're going to, you know, they're going to pay the price on a night that we're cold. They're going to rejoice and win, win by 30. We yeah. Can't, we can't be playing those games. It's, it's It doesn't make any sense. It was, it was almost like we needed to be as hot as we could be and Orlando needed to play as crappy as they could play for us to get Look, this win, you know? Yeah. The, the end score – Looks like, you know, we, we blew them out, but it's not the case. I mean, they were in the game, you know, the whole game. We could not lose Orlando. We could not, you know, pull the trigger and, and hit the dagger. They just kept coming and coming and coming. And, you know, on, on a better team, we're going to get blown out. That's just. I think I think Pat Bev was uh, definitely sizing up uh, Bo Bo prepping for uh, Victor Wembenyama for next year because he hit a couple threes in, in uh, Bo Bo's face. And I was like, oh. He had made I, that comment earlier in the year that, uh, you know, he, he could go toe-to-toe with uh, Wemby. So, we'll see. <laughs> well, I can't wait for Pat, Pat Bev to be guarding <laughs> Wemby, <laughs> like, on the block next year, <laughs> one-on-one. I just, pray, I just pray it's not on our team. <laughs> I'm pretty- yeah. I, I, I was surprised Bull Bull couldn't even, you know, he didn't even graze any of those threes that Pat Bev was putting up on him. So, I don't know. Crazy to you see. Know, one thing, though. LeBron's three point percentage is horrible because he he take he doesn't take them in rhythm. He doesn't he just runs up. I feel like every time he, shoots, he wants to shoot three, he just runs up with like twenty seconds left on the shot clock and pops one. Like, what are you doing? You're not gonna get. Your, I feel like he's forcing it, like trying to get his get his feel for it. Like, dude, just just get what they give to you. Don't go and try to force it. So that's where I think that comes from. But he's killing us doing that. I'm freaking annoyed. Well, and it's, it's, it's the good and the bad, right? We talk about this like with Russ and Beverly, right? Like does the good outweigh the bad. Well, he's and, that. That's the problem. 
Well, I don't think, I think you're right. I think they're forced, but I don't think they're forced because he's like lazy. I think, I think he's just tired. I don't think he has the physical, remember he's going to be 38 in like what, two days or something. So I don't think he has the ability to, you know, for, cause he's also playing what, 36, 37 minutes a night. He definitely, he definitely, sometimes he just takes them because he doesn't want to drive to the hoop. But it's he so, dep- doesn't need to. It's so early in the shot clock. Pass it off and run a play or something. You don't need to shoot a three with 20 seconds left on the clock. You got plenty of time. You don't need to drive to the basket every time. You yep. can let players do stuff. That's my point. Like, I get it. If you if there's run, time running out or whatever, you got to pop one up, something like that. That's fine. But don't you don't need to just run up the court, shoot a three, and run back. This doesn't make any sense. Well, but yeah, but that's fair. I mean, that's going to happen, of, of course. course. Of course. But – I think tonight was what the first game he had like what seven straight 30 plus point games. And tonight he's only scored 28. I mean, only scored 28, but so he, it's not like he's playing poorly. He's been playing well, but the three point shooting, it's just the the shots just not really there for him, but you're right. And that perfect segue leads us into, you know, the second thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was you're right. He can't do those things and he's not a great three point shooter. So why don't we put guys around them, him and AD that can fill some of those holes, some of those needs to help LeBron be, you know, be a little, a little better at this stage in his career and make the team, you know, play at a little bit higher level. So there's been lots of chatter, of course, there always is, but you know, particularly since AD went down, you know, about, you know, what are the Lakers going to do right now? Right. Are they going to hold Pat? Are they going to, you know, you know, make a move? You know, what are they going to, what are they going to do? Right. So I want you guys just for fun to pick your ideal two to three rumored, you know, players out of this list of names that have been thrown at the Laker dartboard. Um, well, mostly throughout the whole season, but recently like the last two weeks. So I'm going to read all these names for you, and then you guys will tell me which two or three you would like to see in a bubble. Like, don't stress so much about the the money. Just, you know, realistically, what do you think would work and what would you like to see? Ready? All right. Okay. There's Terrence Ross, Eric Gordon, Kuzma, Richardson in in, uh, San Antonio, Crowder, um, uh, Poidle, the center for the Spurs, Buddy, of course, Buddy Heald, um, Washington in uh, Charlotte, uh, Ubre, your boy Ubre Jr., uh, Rozier, Burks, Reddish, Bogdanovich, Miles Turner, DeRozan, Levine, Bradley Beal, and Evan Fournier. Okay, it changes who, who, wants every, to, who wants to go first? It, it does changes, change every day. It changes That's why there's every, a big list. That's why there's a big list. Well, it changes everything because I thought I, you just put Gordon. I thought that was Gordon Hayward, not Eric Gordon. Billy, get this guy. Yeah, it's Hayward, not not Aaron. No, it is Eric Gordon. Didn't you just say that, Anthony? Eric, I did. I did. Yeah, you could put you could yeah you could put Gordon Hayward on that list too. Sure. <laughs> when did Eric Gordon pop on there? He's uh, he's been rumored like back, two years back and forth. No, he's rumored at the he was rumored in the summer, and his name came up in a couple of articles last. The point is, there's there's tons of guys. I want you in this. I want you guys to just you know pick pick your two or three. What do you think makes the most sense that you'd like to see? All right, you go ahead, Billy. Oh, 
like 20 names and I'm heavily medicated. So um, right, maybe, maybe you'll get it right. Yeah. <laughs> well, one is high. So you have like too many guards in there. So I'm not going to, I wouldn't pick any guards. Uh, dude, I don't even remember what you said. <laughs> Whatever wings are there that are good, I'll take them. Well, look at remember for this exercise, you know, it's whatever comes out has to come in, right? So if if you're gonna bring in three guys, right, that would mean that Russ, Bev, and probably none have to go. If you're gonna bring in two guys, depending on what two guys those are, then two or three of those guys would have to go, right? So keep yep. that in keep that in mind. You're gonna get rid of a couple of guards to bring in whoever you're gonna bring in. Yeah. Well, Beal's not gonna go anywhere. Yeah. So uh give me Levine. And okay. Two other role players to go with them. I don't know. Okay. I like Uber. I do like Uber a lot. Okay. Okay. So you like so you like let's say Levine and Ubre are Billy's top two choices. Kobe, I'm eagerly anticipating what you would do. Well, the Ball brothers aren't on that list. So I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, let me go on record by saying that. I'm I'm not a fan of us constantly using trades as a crutch. You know what rhymes with crutch, Billy? Clutch. Oh, how about that? I don't know. Conspiracy? <laughs> that's, the best, that's the best you got. <laughs> look, look, if we're if we're always looking to be bailed out by trades, then when when when, when does it ever stop? Well, you know? To cut, okay, that's not really a bailout. It's the thing is, this roster wasn't constructed right to the to begin with, so it's not really a bailout. It's something that we've known we've needed from before training camp. Okay, well, so, hold on, hold on. Let me not let me like we went into the season saying, Oh, we suddenly need this. We've known we've needed this throughout the whole year, but it's never gotten done, so that's why we're in the state that we're in. Okay, look. When will it ever end if we're constantly always looking to trade guys? All this stuff will stop when we start winning. Well, look, we're not going to have a perfect team at all times, though, Billy. You know that. No team no team is perfect. There's always going to be players on a team that struggle. So, you know, you have to figure it out. We have to figure out how to make things work. And, you know, we have to make them work from within, you know, because we can't build – uh, any kind of cohesion and chemistry if we're constantly switching the team around, you know? You have like a bunch of young guys on this team. Like we well, hold on. Hold on. We, we've done this now, though. We've done this every season since the bubble championship. For all the heat that the front office has taken, and, and particularly Rob, I mean, I, I get him. I understand. He's hesitant. You know, th- things haven't quite, you know, gone as expected the last two seasons. And, you know, what did he do? What did he do? He changed the whole roster up both years. First, it was a bunch of old guys who Anthony, the one on this podcast, and Carmelo thought was winning it all last season, right? And, and now it's a bunch of young athletic guys with pretty much the same results, not even a 500 team. And that was mainly making the moves that you know LeBron had to have signed off on. So is Rob hesitant to trade the picks because that's what LeBron and the media and Lakers Nation is demanding of him? Yeah, probably. 
I think the Lakers and particularly LeBron have made this bed and they should have to lay in it. And while you're laying in it, figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, don't go pointing fingers at the guy that has done nothing but reshuffle this team to help surround LeBron and AD with players that can help them win. It's just that it's always in hindsight when people want to complain that Rob didn't put the right pieces around LeBron. Never when the move, never, never, never when the moves are initially made. Because, like I said, Anthony, Anthony thought that that super team last year was winning it all before the season started. And what happened? We all thought that absolute disaster. Didn't even make the playoffs. With that being said. Give me Ubre Turner and Buddy Hill. Next question. Uh, wow, Turner, interesting. <laughs> um, I, 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 I think Billy's on the right track. I like Levine. I like Ubre. Um, and then I like uh, Reddish. I, w- I would want all three, uh, just because Reddish is so cost effective. He's only, you know, he's only making like five mil. I Levine makes have- a lot of sense because he's younger than Beal and his contract's a little better than Beal. So I think he makes, if you're looking for like, but you just you know, told us the, the big, the big play to do with nothing. You just wanted to know well, our three ideal guys. So no, I, but I'm, just, did, I'm just, no, I'm just giving you examples. Though, I did, but I think I, but I like Beal that he's younger. I, I switched out reddish with, uh, with Ubre, not, not just because we shot him out in our intro, but um, mm-hmm. reddish is, you know, he's a little bit taller. He's six, seven, Ubre six, six, but reddish 32%, Ubre is 33%. But the thing I like about, Ubre is not only does he bring a little swag to, to, to the squad, but mm-hmm. he's not afraid to take threes. You know, like you're always saying, Anthony, like we need threats, like even guys that aren't maybe, maybe they don't make them, but at least they're going to be a threat and they're going to be putting up threes and shooting threes like Ubre doesn't care. Like when he was on the Warriors, I think he was like the worst three point shooter on the whole team, but he didn't care. He was still jacking them up. So um, I think that, you know, just having a guy out there that's just at least going to put him up um that that could help us out a little bit you know no no i I agree with you i like that like i told you earlier that's what i that's what i like the most about the way bev played tonight is that he took 10 threes because that you have like you said you have to have guys that can take the shots and then obviously you want to have guys that can make the shots but if you don't have guys that are at least willing to take them then you've got even less chance than if you have guys that are going to miss them yeah. I was just making the point that if you were talking about the two biggest names on the list, Levine and Beal, I, I liken Levine a little bit just because he's a couple years younger. And look, in your, in, your little, in your little breakdown there, you talked a lot about last year's squad. And I get it. Yeah, last year's squad, it didn't work. And you talked a lot about the, the drastic overhaul. Look, none of us are advocating or have advocated that Rob should have done a complete overhaul of the roster every single year. You're right. I agree with you. You're never going to have a perfect team. No, I don't. No, no team is perfect. We've said but, that. We've said that multiple times that we don't like putting a whole new roster together every year. It's very frustrating. But yeah, no, but I'm saying Kobe's right. No team's going to be perfect. But you're either ascending or you're descending. And every year you have to make moves. You have to make trades. You have to make adjustments because. You have to improve your team in the areas of weakness, or you have no choice. Guys leave via free agency, so you have to replace them. I mean, that's just that's just the business. That's just how it works. And we're talking this this team this season right now, especially because last year's team was such a disaster. You had to 
you had to hit, right? You had to be better with this team because last year's moves, because they didn't work, because it was such a bad product, and because you promised, don't worry, we're, we're, we're not going to put a product out there like that again, right? Jeannie said it, Rob said it, and, you know, we're going we're, we're to be a, a better team this year. Um, and it just hasn't happened, right? And it's not like Rob has made bad moves. He just hasn't made any moves. That's, well, yeah, the, that's but, the problem. Well, because like, like I said earlier, like he's a little hesitant because it seems like every time he makes a move that was probably likely spurred by uh, your boy LeBron, he gets screwed at the end of the day. So now he's like, you know what? Screw that. I tried to make the moves. I tried to go after Buddy Heald. You wanted Russell Westbrook. You wanted DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan thing didn't work out. We ended up with Russell Westbrook. You tweeted over here that, you know, this wasn't going to work out. Russ, ha, ha, ha. Look at them. They're laughing at us. And it's not going to work out. And it actually didn't work out. And now I'm the one that has to bail everybody out. I'm Rob Palinka. I'm the one that has to fix this. Screw that, okay, man. Great. You're going okay. to be, I, I'm running, I'm running the front office. You guys Fine, are going to okay. listen to me. Fine. Oh, let's assume, let's assume that you're right. Hold on, hold on one second, Billy. Let's assume that he's right. I want to go back to a point that I made at the start of the season, right? And I've said this on and off. If the goal wasn't to be in win-now mode, right, then why, why do we re-sign LeBron? Why is AD still here, right? Either you're going to go all in and put a real roster around them, or you're going to go full rebuild. When you try to do this half-in, half half-out half approach like what, like, like what you're suggesting, right? Like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring in guys to win now because I'm worried it may or may not work. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to handcuff us and, 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 and screw us for the future. So we're going to just kind of, we're just going to kind of see if we can hedge our bets and play both sides of the fence. It doesn't work. Either you're all in and you win now, or you're not and you go full rebuild. Would you, not, you can't would you, do both. Well, well, hold on. Would you not agree that last season when we brought in Russ, that that wasn't an all-in bet? No, it wasn't. It didn't work. So but that's my point. If you didn't want to do it again this year well, that's and, my and go point. all in, that's my then, get, he then, went, then rebuild. He went, he went all in and it didn't work. And that was LeBron's plan. So now it's like you want him to go all in again when he knows when from his experience it just it didn't work out. You oh, want hey, him to do it again? Then why like, did you then why did you re-sign LeBron? Why? Why is he here? The problem is he didn't change anything this year. He basically kept Russ, kept LeBron, kept AD, and just got a little bit younger, and that's about it. That's all he did. Well, what do you mean it, got a little uh, bit younger? We had it, an old it, team it, last season. We had an old team last season. We brought in young guys. That's that we did the exact opposite of what we did last season. And it, and now because it's not working, it's Rob's fault. No, but like, there's I no hate, length. I but, hate but that Kobe, about, about no, but how Kobe, we think about it. Look at the league. No look length. at the league. The league is built on length and shooting, and we have neither of those things. All he did was bring in a bunch of players. He didn't bring in length. He didn't bring in shooting. He didn't bring in specific type of players. He just said, oh, these guys are free agents. Here you go. Here's a contract. Come play with us. Let me remind you guys. He wanted Buddy Heald. LeBron wanted DeMar DeRozan and Russ. What do you, what do you want from him? What do you want? No, I understand what I understand the point that you're making. And maybe that's and maybe that's true. Like maybe that is true. Maybe you're 100 percent right. He wanted Buddy and he got overruled and you, maybe he's upset about it. Whatever. Who cares? But the point is that Billy's trying to make is you, you had to correct it. You, you can't put another washed 
products out there. And my point and, is, is and, he's been and trying, do nothing. He's been trying to make moves every single year. This roster has been blown up every single year for three years straight since the bubble championship. What are you guys upset about? He, Look, he you have to make smart moves. What? How? Oh tell me. He replaced, he replaced no. Monk with Walker. I love Walker. I have no problem with that signing. Put almost the same type of players. You did not correct the positions that we needed or the shooting that we needed. I love Walker. That was a great signing. I have nothing wrong with that. But we did not get any other wings, and we did not get any other three-point shooters. Now we're we're back in the same boat. It's like you you didn't even correct nothing, and now next year, guess what we have to do again? Build a whole new FE roster again. So I mean, I don't know how long he's going to want to do this, but it's stupid. And I've said that from day one. I'm tired of building a new roster every year. It's dumb. Well, la- last year we had we had Carmelo Anthony, one of the best three point shooters in the league last season, but he was old. And, and he didn't have legs. So what did we do? We went out and we got younger guys that, that were more athletic and had the legs. And now we don't have the three-point shooting. So we're not always going to have – that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you guys. We're not always going to have everything at all times. There has to come a point where you just look in the mirror. Anthony, we've been talking about this. You look at least in the mirror sort and of fix this from within. We can't sit here and rely on traits. We can't sit here and, and use that as our crutch because when we do that – all, all we're simply doing is perpetuating the problem. It's just, it's all we're going to be doing is, oh, come trade deadline. Oh, come off season. We're just looking for trades. We're looking for people. And it shouldn't be that way. Nobody, we, we need to figure this out and we need to figure it out from within. That's all I'm going to say. No, nobody's saying that we need to rely on trades. That's a stupid way to run a business. But but that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's no, what, that's all no, I have no, to no, it's not what, the whole year. We no, it's not what, we're not trying to rely on a trade. We're trying to fix or, or get people to surround LeBron and AD and Russ with, you know, the height and stuff that we need. I mean, uh, I, I get love, dude. And, and, look, look, Anthony, Anthony brought on. something up. He, he brought something up interesting the other day where he's like, look, take take the Houston Rockets scenario, for instance. <sighs> they, they've they had James Harden this whole time. They tried it with Chris Paul. Didn't work. They, t- they tried it with John Wall. Didn't work. Uh, you know, they tried it with uh, Dwight. Didn't work. Okay, that's fine. But that's just one person. Uh, in our situation, we have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. We have two people. And, you know, we're, we're bitching and complaining that we can't surround both of these top 10 players in this league, uh, you know, today with with role players. Come on. Come on, dude. No, but I, I think what Billy I think what Billy is trying to say and, and what I've said, it's not it's not about it's not about just perpetuating the problem. We, we created this mess ourselves. We, right? we as in who? As in management. We oh, manage, management oh, oh created my. this. Is, is mani- LeBron in there at all? Is LeBron in there at all? No, I told you. You always, you always seem to think oh, hold that on, LeBron hold on, gets hold a free on, hold pass. On, hold on. You no, you always seem to think LeBron gets a free pass. No, LeBron, LeBron is not innocent in all of this. But my point is. You just it, said management, but you did not say management plus LeBron created this. Can you please well, say that? Is LeBron the general manager? Oh my goodness gracious! We, we we might have to cut this pod. I think this might be done. We, we might be over with. Uh, is is is? I'm saying he's not the general manager, right? He's involved he, he in not, the process. Does he not, yes, does he not. He is involved in the process. But you're you're missing the point here. It's not about it's not about just making trades. It's about this roster was flawed because we didn't bring in any wings and any shooting. Those are just poor 
choices. They're poor decisions. And you can you blame everybody. You you blame you can blame a little bit on LeBron. You can blame a little bit on Jeannie. You can blame Rob. Whatever you could, you want to blame James Worthy in the you know in the studio. It doesn't matter. The point is okay. Cool. Let's, let's you bring, know the way the hold on. You know the let's, way let's the bring in, is put let's bring together. in Kuz. Let's bring in let's bring in Buddy Healed. Let's bring in all your shooters. Are they playing defense? No. Well, Kuz are, are is we playing? Plugging you have one, to have a balance. Are we plugging one hole just to open up another? No, you have to have the balance. You have to have you have to bring in three and D guys that can do both. I'm saying we didn't address it at all. I, Kobe, you're you're right in the fact that you can't solve everything, and there's not going to be a perfect team. We we know that, but I'm saying you have to address some of the obvious needs in a right. league that is based on shooting and length. And my point is, is when we address those needs. You will find something else to be like, we screwed this whole thing up. We didn't bring in the right personnel. Oh, we didn't do it by the deadline. We did it too late in the season. There will always be something. And that's what, that's what, and I love, you know, our, our pod and and our three different, uh, you know, perspectives on everything that happens. I do love that because you have to agree with me that, yes, we will maybe fill that need and plug that hole, but you can't tell me that you, you wholeheartedly believe that, other holes won't pop up because of it. We're just playing well. We're playing well. Look, but look at nothing's going to be perfect. But again, you have to. What, what's the most important need, right? Well, when is in, it going to? When is it going to be acceptable for you? That's all I'm wondering. Well, well you no, that's no. You're 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 right. You you said this the other day, right? That you can't you can't you can't put a team together to win the championship every single year. I totally agree. But we should be able to put a competitive team together, a team that makes the playoffs. The Lakers have made the playoffs how many times well, in the, in, over the last 10 years? When, when we did Twice. our predi- when we Well, hold on. First of all, I got two things to say about that. First of all, when we, when we did our uh, season predictions before the season started, did you not have us winning the NBA Finals? Yes, but I do that. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Thank you. Uh, last season, you did the same thing, right? Yeah, so did you. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, so, so we should have at this point put together a competitive team right just based on that like you, if, if we wouldn't have at least put it together a competitive team you would have never said either of those things a b yes i understand that the last 10 years we have not made the playoffs all but twice but you have to remember uh genie bus yes was running the team the last 10 years but her brother jim was running it for the first five so in the last five uh rob palinka has made the playoffs twice that's not bad two out of five years and he won a championship once so don't 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 try to like you know spread this little misinformation like we no 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 I'm not spreading any misinformation I am I am flipping the point on you where you act like the expectation is every single year you have to have the best team in the league that wins the championship every single year that is the goal for every team and especially a team like the Lakers where where we play for championships that that's what we do my point is. You're acting like the the expectation is unrealistic, and I'm saying no, it's not. Let's just put a competitive team out every year because we can't even do that right now. But that, but that, but that is subjective, though. What's competitive to you and what's competitive to me and what's competitive, Billy, is going to be three completely different things. Yeah, but making now, the playoffs is subjective. Hear you, I can already hear you saying like, "Ah, oh, we should have done this, 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 and that." No matter what me and Billy say, so. So I, I don't like that. That 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 doesn't that doesn't fly. It doesn't All matter. I know is there's gonna be sixty text messages when I wake up in the morning. We move <laughs> on to the next but segment. We com- can do this. Competitive is subjective, just like pretty or tastes good or whatever. Fine, but 
making the playoffs is not subjective. Either you make it or you don't. Yeah, we, we, we've we haven't done a lot of that two, lately. Two, two out of five times. What's that? 35, 40% with Rob? So what are you going to do? You know what that's not, do you think that's good enough? You oh, yeah. think that's good enough for the Lakers? You think two out of five years is acceptable for the Lakers? Two out of five times making the playoffs with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, two of the top ten players in the league, and that's isn't acceptable giving you a you? shot? That's not giving you but a shot. But that's acceptable? Stop. Billy, Stop. is that acceptable for you? Two of the ten best players in the NBA, and we made it twice in five years. I don't remember making it twice in the playoffs. I remember making it once, but well, we made it the year after the bubble championship. We got eliminated by the Suns. We lost in the first round. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me that that's acceptable for you? I don't count the play-in as a playoff berth. So that's (laughs) the play-in is play-in is a totally different thing, and I don't like the play-in. And I've said that before. I think it's stupid. And Kobe, you think I'm ridiculous? Anyways. You think that's acceptable, Kobe? Two out of five years no, well, is, I'm just, is acceptable. I'm just saying, like, you know, you, you wanted to sit here and be like, oh, in the last 10 years, we've only made it twice. Well, yeah, the first five years, Jim Buss was running the organization. So don't don't try to muddy the water. No, but it doesn't all matter. That's You're, all I was don't, talking about. Don't, I know, but don't dodge. Two out of five years is not acceptable. Especially well, not acceptable, with LeBron, maybe. But, but, if, but if you get there, if you get there, you're, you're expected to, to go deeper than the first round. And of course, yes. And, and you're right. Sometimes, sometimes things happen, and it and it doesn't it doesn't work out. I, I get it, but yeah, I know injuries. Oh, we haven't talked about injuries in a while. You you were bitching about injuries for the first. Hey, think, think, there's always things that happen that you can't control. But my whole point is, if if, if this front office it does not want to be all in with LeBron and AD. That's fine. Then have a plan to rebuild and and move these guys. If not, have a plan to try to win right now around these guys. Just have a plan, All either right. A or B. You can't there's do three, both. There's three. There's three Laker fans on this podcast right now. Let's take a vote. Um, I'm trying to wonder why I came on tonight. Who votes to trade LeBron and or AD? All say I. I. That's me. Okay. I'll trade either one. Billy, that's two. Anthony, for what? Just trade them. Just, but I mean, for what? Like, you're telling me, would you? Would I trade LeBron for Jason Tatum? Sure. Would I trade LeBron for Kevin Durant? Sure. Would I trade him for Giannis? Sure. Okay. No one in the right mind was going to. But trade that's my. But that's away. my point. You you want to you're going to trade you want to trade LeBron for Buddy Heald? Like that's like that's going to make the team better. Well, we know we know obviously that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you know moving them away from this organization and. You know, start starting over, starting fresh, starting, you know, maybe maybe you get rid of those guys. And what me and Billy talked about last week, which was that whole intimidation factor. Maybe that's not there no more. Maybe these guys start. I would be totally fine. Look, I told you guys this, you know, offline. What last week? I would be totally fine with a plan, whatever the plan is, as long as we had a plan. If the plan was, look. We're trading LeBron for a bunch of draft picks. We're trading Nancy Davis for a bunch of draft picks, and we're going to rebuild. Would I like it? No, I don't really like a rebuild. I want to win now. But I'd be okay with it because we had an actual plan that we were going to execute. I don't feel we have an, a plan that we know what we want to do. I feel like we're, we're trying to straddle the line here, and it's not working. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. So anyways, um, all right. Well, I think that's enough, uh, enough fun for this week. So uh, that about wraps us up for another edition of the Matter of Stats podcast. Uh, of course, as always, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. 
Spotify, Apple. Check us out on IG and YouTube and Twitter. And we'll come back at you next next week with uh, more hijinks and fireworks. <laughs> Peace. Oh, wow. This guy just like took off on us. Damn. He didn't even say bye. Wow. Billy.